Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the James Has an Opinion podcast. Today, we are recapping season five, episode 18 of The Real Housewives of Potomac. So let's get into it. Okay, so I haven't done an episode like this in so long. I don't think I've done one where I just deep dive on one episode since Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't think so. I, I really think it's my first one, which is kind of shocking to me. But if y'all don't remember or you haven't listened to me before, I have a format. So we start by recapping the fights or the conflicts in the episode. Then we go into my ranking from the episode and the season overall at that point of the women on the show. And then at the end, I just have some like final notes, final thoughts that didn't fit into other parts of the episode. Okay, by the way, sorry if there's any audio issues. There's like a huge wind and rainstorm outside, so you might hear it coming through. Also, I've moved the place that I'm filming, so hopefully the audio is like the same quality, if not a little bit better. But if it's worse, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So let's get into recapping the fights. There was really only one main fight this episode, so I'm also recapping Wendy and her mother and Michael and Ashley's family as a fight. Because while they weren't exactly like fights, it was conflict. So let's get into Wendy and her mother. So first thing about Wendy, basically the whole thing is she wants to stop being a professor and focus on her political commentary. I think I've already said this before, but if Wendy stops being a professor, I don't think she'll be very qualified to do political commentary. I understand she has a lot of degrees. She's a really, really smart person. However, what is her credential on the bottom of the screen going to be? Real Housewife of Potomac? No. So I think she's going to have to say being a professor to some capacity. Because if you look at her, when she does her political commentary, it always says on the bottom, Wendy Osefo, professor at Johns Hopkins University. So I don't know much about political commentary. Maybe she can just go on as Wendy Osefo, doctorate of, I forget what her doctorate is, like political science or whatever it is, doctor of political science. Maybe she'll still be able to, but I'm starting to think like, doesn't she need to be a professor to do the political commentary? I could be completely wrong, but that's just the vibe that I got. So, but anyways, this fight is her telling her mom, I'm going to stop being a professor. And at first her mom is like, you're a spoiled brat, blah, blah, blah. And then her mom just like after the commercial break just becomes like, oh, I guess I'm on a show and I have to be nice to my daughter. So she goes, oh, I support you. And it felt really weird and really scripted. Honestly, it felt more scripted than some scripted TV I've seen before. It was like she was telling Wendy off and then all of a sudden she was supportive. There was no middle. It went from zero to 100 back to zero. Um, it was very confusing to me. I think Wendy should be able to do whatever she wants, but all I would say to her, and do I really know anything? No, but all I would say to Wendy is just think about like, can you still do political commentary if you're not a professor? I don't know the answer to that. I I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe I'm stupid and she still can do it and she can just be a doctor. But I'm just saying all her political commentary things, it says John Hopkins University professor on the bottom. So I don't know. Okay, so next let's talk about Michael Zarby versus Ashley's family. First thing I want to say, I cannot stand Michael. Michael's literally, honestly, Michael's probably the worst house husband to ever be on this show. I don't know, maybe tied with Joe Giudice. They're both just absolutely horrible. Michael is just so bad. I don't understand why Ashley stays with him. I hate to assume, but I just assume it's a money thing. I don't want to assume that, though. But that's just what I assume at this point. He's just awful. And watching him get yelled at by Uncle Lump, who, if you don't remember, Uncle Lump, I believe, is like was like Ashley's father figure growing up. So get, watching Michael get yelled at by Uncle Lump was just such a joy, such a pleasure. And it's so funny, whenever Michael gets yelled at, he looks like a little baby. It's just funny. And Michael deserves so much worse. Ashley should have divorced him. I don't understand. And now she's pregnant with Michael again. She's pregnant with Michael's baby again. Like, 
How? I just don't understand. I do not understand. That's all I'm going to say on that. So now let's go to the big fight of the episode, which was everyone getting mad at Karen. Let's start by talking about how deceptive those Bravo editors were to us in the trailer. It literally, the trailer made it look like everyone was at Karen's event and then Monique walked in. When, of course, that was not the case at all. Monique showed up to the event before and then left before everyone got there. And somehow the Bravo editors did such a great job in tricking us that this would be such a good episode. And really it wasn't. I would honestly give this episode a 5.5 out of 10. A teeny tiny bit better than average. It was fine. I was entertained, but it wasn't anything spectacular. So, my thoughts on this whole fight. I do think Karen tried to set up Monique and Candace, not because she wants them to reconcile, but because she does not like Candace. Karen is so over Candace. She's like, girl, bye. And honestly, I agree. Candace is just so annoying. Like, Candace, goodbye. I feel bad that Candace was attacked, but she's just so annoying. If Candace could just, like, be less horrible. And my issue with Candace this season two, which I'm going to go into later... She's not being, like, so horrible that it's entertaining to watch. You know, sometimes House, like, a Danielle Staub or Kenya some seasons, like, they're so horrible, but it's, like, entertaining to watch because they go so crazy. But with Candace this season, she's, like, horrible, but then she's also not, like, having the big reactions that we're used to with her. So she's, it's not even fun to watch. Like, Candace, if you're going to be so horrible, can you at least, like, throw a butter knife again? Like, this, this, this season, it's just so boring. It's so boring. And it just makes you me angrier at her because it's it, her. She's just as obnoxious as she always has been, but she's not like being like this big personality, which is what I liked about Candace. I never liked Candace, but I was like, oh, she's this big personality and she's fun to watch. She's not even fun to watch this season. She's not reacting, and it, it just you know Ashley's tried to egg her on, like, and she just she just doesn't do anything. It's annoying. But yeah, this fight, I'm like not team. I'm kind of team like Robin and Wendy. I think that they're seeing through Karen, and. It is a crappy thing what Karen did. She tried to set them up to see each other and they're in a legal, whole legal battle together. So yeah, I get it. I don't really understand though why they, why Wendy has so much disdain for Karen. But then again, I feel like Karen would be a very hard person to be on this show with. She thinks she's like the star of this show, which I guess she is. But at the end of the, end of the day, these are all ensemble casts. So when like a housewife acts like they're like the star of the show, it always just looks really stupid because... Like, I like Karen Huger, but no one would watch the Karen Huger show. She needs to be on an ensemble cast. Like, girl, you're not that important. And yeah, that's just my thoughts on this fight. I mean, I just really don't have an opinion at this point anymore. Because what Monique did was wrong, but Candace just, like, pisses me off. Okay, so now we're going to get into my cast ranking. So, by the way, reminder, for this cast ranking, it's not how about how I think of them as people. It's just how much I think they've added to this season of the franchise. It's how much quality entertainment we've gotten from them. And basically, this isn't the whole season because this season has had so many like turning points that I don't want to do the whole season. This is like, the these are the episodes I would say since a little bit before the Portugal trip. So the last five, six, seven episodes, that's what this ranking is based off of. So in last place, we have Monique because she really hasn't been there. Next. Second to last, we have Candace for the reason I just said. Candace is just being like a horrible person, but she's not being fun to watch. You know, we love a housewife that's a horrible person, but when they're like screaming at people and throwing glasses, like that's fun. It's not fun when they're a horrible person that just sits there, doesn't react, and just, I just cannot stand Candace. She's so freaking annoying. Third place, third to last, I mean, we have Wendy. I really like Wendy as a person, but she really has brought nothing this season. She had that little moment with Ashley at the way beginning of the season 
and really nothing came out of that. And the whole Portugal trip, I swear to God, Wendy maybe spoke for a total of like maybe 10 lines. I'm talking about this like a scripted television, but you know what I mean? She, she was basically a background character in the Portugal trip. The one thing that kind of centered around her was when they pranked her, but that was really it. She really did nothing that whole trip. Well, maybe she didn't do stuff, but if she did, the editors took it out. Now in um, fourth place, right in the middle is Giselle. I love Giselle. I think she's a great personality, but this has not been my favorite Giselle season. She does. She really, she hasn't been involved enough in the mess as I would like her to. I heard though at the reunion, she really, really, really gets involved and she's like the center of everything at the reunion. So I'm very excited to see that because I've been missing Giselle this season. I haven't really seen her really getting involved. She is above Monique, Candace, and Wendy because Giselle does at least try. And in some ways, I think Giselle has tried this season to like start things. People, people on this cast really did not, in my opinion, didn't really come to play as much this season as they did season four and season three. Like Giselle tried. Giselle's the one that at all these trips where like no one's doing anything, where she sets up a game or something. Giselle's been trying, but it really hasn't worked, which is why I have to put her in fourth. In third place, we have Karen. I mean, Karen really has been the center of the conflict for the last uh, three, four episodes. So she has to be there. But at the end of the day, again, Karen just like hasn't, she like people on this cast like haven't been so like reactionary this season. And that's why I love um, New York, New Jersey, and Atlanta. Because New York, New Jersey, and Atlanta over the littlest things, you get these huge reactions. And Potomac used to be like that. And we're not really seeing it with the whole... And I, I get it. It's reality TV. You can't force people to act a certain way. But I don't know. I feel like when I'm watching, you know, again, Atlanta, New York, New Jersey, and now Salt Lake City, they're putting on a show. And I feel like for Potomac this year, they're not really putting on a show. Like, when Robin cut Karen out of her website, I wanted this big reaction from Karen, and she really just, like, did nothing. She was like, okay, whatever. And it's like, you guys are on a show. Like, th this is the way, that's the way that you would react. That's the way I would react if my friend cut me out of their website, because I'm not on a reality TV show. But these women, they're on a show. Like, just show some more effort. But other than that, I mean, Karen has been the center of the drama. I love how delusional Karen is. Her wig line's really funny. You still have to give Karen credit. I'm just not, as Karen would say about Wendy, I'm not impressed. In second place, we have Robin. I've been loving Robin this season. She has been trying to get involved in the mess. She's been trying, she tried to instigate Karen multiple times. She 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 tried to do something with like Ashley. Robin's been really trying this season and I like that about her. And also Robin is kind of the voice of the viewers. I feel like Robin always says what everyone else is thinking. And I really like Robin and it's taken me so long to get around to liking Robin. And now I really, really like her. And in first place, we have Ashley. I've been loving Ashley this season. She tried to provoke Candace, but of course Candace didn't react because for some reason everyone forgets that they're on a reality TV show this season. But anyways, Ashley tried to provoke Candace. Ashley has the Michael drama that she's bringing in, which is always very entertaining to watch. The fact that Ashley's writing a statement is very interesting. And honestly, if she wasn't writing this statement against Candace, I have no idea what would be happening right now because that's like the only like really juicy thing that's gone on for this whole second half of the season. So thank you, Ashley, for being the only one who really seems... Oh my God, the best thing that Ashley did. I completely forgot about this. When she walks into Karen's event and gave her the present that was like the medication for the ulcer. <laughs> that was so hilarious. See, Ashley tried to provoke Karen and Candace and she's Ashley is doing good the messy Ashley is back and I'm absolutely loving it she gets the crown for the last five or so episodes okay and here are some final thoughts that I 
didn't include in any of the sections. I just have two today. The first one is Karen's event was so strange. That honestly might have been one of the weirdest events on Housewives. It The event space, first thing, was literally the size of a bedroom. I'll, I'll be nice. It was the size of a large master bedroom. It was quite small. You could even see that it was so small that if you really pay attention, since they have, you know, they have cameras facing them on both sides, when they were filming in one direction, you could see the cameraman filming them in the other direction for some of the scenes. That's how small this space was. And also, it seems like there was only about five, six, maybe, maybe, I'll be generous, maybe 10 people outside of the cast at this event. And I, I was just so confused. This was such a weird event. It, it just, it just, I was like, why, why did we have to see this? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was literally a, like an event in a, it was like a fake event in a closet. That That's what it was. <laughs> it was so odd. And then the other thing is just, Jamal is awful. Why is Giselle wanting to get back with Jamal? I don't see it. I don't see chemistry between the two of them. I just don't get it. Her kids are against it. Like, I just don't understand. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to the James Has an Opinion podcast. I'm going to try to get on a regular recording schedule. I'm thinking of starting to do an episode every Monday. Let me know what you guys think about Mondays. Is that a good day for me to start making an episode every week? And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm definitely going to try to do at least one more episode dedicated to the Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm excited for Atlanta to start next week. And then New Jersey starts in like two or three months. So that's exciting too. Have a great rest of your day, guys. 